Well, ironically, this, uh, this morning we were talking all about power, and uh, <laughs> if that was a metaphor for anything, it was what I was talking about last week. For those of you who weren't here last week, I, I do want to let you know, you've, you see me stand up here with slides, and, and you were, if you were here last week, you were like, but you said this week we were going to play, and I'm scared you're going to do some teaching. I'm going to do a tiny amount of teaching, just a recap, just to set the stage, and then we'll devote our whole morning to some playtime with the Holy Spirit. Does that sound good? I want to give you a very warm welcome. If you've never been a Grace Center before, a very warm welcome to you. I'm really glad that you're here. I'm Alan. I'm one of the pastors here. If you're tuning in online as well, thanks for being with us this morning as well. Last week, I, I started sharing with our church family. Um, I was talking a little bit about power, and I was talking about, I was personalizing, I was talking about the, the, the devastatingly limited amount of power I feel like I'm walking in with regard to the Holy Spirit. When I look at a biblical standard for what Jesus expected his disciples to walk in, I am filled with chagrin that I am way below the glorious standard that he set for us. All right? So just, hello, my name's Alan and I am powerless. <laughs> but I just come into terms of like, oh God, and I shared a dream I had and the heartache I feel. And I, I took the bold step of stepping out a little bit and going, when I look from my vantage point across the church, and I, I am not the gatekeeper of what's going on in the church and all the earth, but from my vantage point, I am sorely grieved of the lack of power and anointing I see on display at the church at large. And so I've been carrying this. I've been praying about the Lord. I've been fasting about it just to talk to the Lord. Lord, we are in desperate need of, of, of power. And uh, I don't know the solution other than to do what the Bible says, which is what we're going to do in a second. And, and you know, the power I'm looking for is the power that, that Jesus occupied to help Jesus do what he did. And you say, well, what did Jesus do? Well, the Gospels are filled with them. It was Apostle John that said, Hey, listen, we've only recorded a few of the things that Jesus did. Were an account to be taken of everything that he did, I suppose there wouldn't be enough books in the world to contain them. Right, so the, the, what we've got in the Gospels, these incredible stories of Jesus at work, is just a subset of what he did. But I, last week I took you to um, Acts 10, verse 38, where Luke records what the Apostle Peter said. And he said this. Now, now remember, Luke and Peter accompanied Jesus' whole ministry. These guys were eyewitnesses to what Jesus did. So they're not giving like, well, I heard or I saw on Instagram or did you see this thing? They were there. And so Peter gives this account and he says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Can I have an amen this morning? Amen. It's amazing. Do you notice the order that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and with power? Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. And so the, the, the Holy Spirit and power is a prerequisite for us to do what Jesus did. And if you were here last week, I systematically dismantled the thought that somehow we're excluded from doing the works because Jesus, you know, he's kind of God and so it's pretty bad of you to set the expectation that high. And I'm like, really? I didn't, right? It's, I'm just setting a standard that Jesus gave for us. And we talked all about that last week. I'm not going to recap that. And, you know, as you go on and read the Bible, you realize that not only did Jesus have an expectation that those who followed him would do the things that he did, 
that the Bible records that's exactly what happened. Turn with me to Mark 16, verse 20. And it says here about the disciples, the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot of preaching and seen not a lot of miraculous signs. Not being critical, not being rude, it's commentary, not criticism. Right? We're in a woeful state when we're taking our benchmark by reducing 50% of what the gospels say we should be doing. No amen for that? I mean, am I wrong here? Because this morning's gonna be painful if we're not in agreement about where we're going. The biblical standard that Jesus left for us and the disciples demonstrated as recorded to the book of Acts was the preaching of the word followed by signs and wonders. Now, some of you, part of the reason for your quietness was like, yeah, well, it said that the Lord worked through them and I'm sure it was really easy when Jesus was sitting on the coach, on the side going, go team, go. And to that I'd say, you haven't read the verse before because Mark 16 verse 19 says, when the Lord had finished talking with them, that's the disciples, he was taken up into heaven and he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them confirming what they said by miraculous signs. Jesus was in heaven when all of that happened. Where's Jesus right now? Where are we? Same scenario. The trouble is, at some point, we have to put our money where our mouth is. And that point is this morning. Because there is no point preaching a message that the Bible says without doing what the Bible says, right? Then I become part of the problem that I've been lamenting for the last two years. So at some point, we have to get out of the boat and try walking on water. See, church history has shown us that several individuals have continued that work, walking on water, so to speak. And I love that. And we've got heroes of the faith. We've got our William Branhams and we've got our um, John Paul Jacksons and we've got our Benny Hins and we've got our Catherine Coolmans and we've got people we can point to that did signs and wonders. My problem is there's not enough of them. Let me read you one more verse together and then I'll do what I said we we're gonna do. We're gonna just open up this morning to just play and, and try and learn Follow the leader. We're just going to follow the Holy Spirit and see what he wants to do. But my question for you this morning is why are miracle signs and wonders so few among us? I've got a hunch and it's found in this next verse. This verse has been, I've been wrestling with this verse for weeks now and specifically this week, I've been mulling over, I've been chewing over. Let me read it to you then. Let me give you a comment and then, then I'll be done. One day Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They'd come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Is that an odd thing for Luke to comment on? Isn't that an odd thing for Luke to comment on? 
Maybe it's not. But here's what I observed. This is the only gospel to include that statement. Why did it need mentioning? All the other gospels certainly record Jesus healing people left, right, and center without the need to mention that the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. And why was the power of the Lord necessary for Jesus to heal the sick? Jesus is Jesus. And he was anointed with power and with the Holy Spirit. So why did the power of the Lord need to show up? And how was it so noticeable on this occasion that it got written down? All of my questions about this verse, they only led to speculation. I got nowhere. But here's my point. If the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick, we then have a biblical standard for which we can ask for the power of the Lord to be present with us to heal the sick. So why don't we do that? See, my, my hope this morning is that we're going to switch. Having identified the problem, we're going to ask that our lack be met by the power of the Lord to be present with us this morning to do what Jesus asked us to do. Now, here's why it's a little bit tricky for me is I've just spent the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes, nine minutes and 18 seconds in my left brain, right? Being a teacher, being clear, being coherent, giving you a recap. When I flow with the Holy Spirit, it doesn't come from my left brain, it has to come from my right brain. And it takes me a while to switch. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, first of all, relax, because y'all are so tense, I can feel it, right? (laughs) We're gonna relax, because none of us, by any of our strength, can make anything happen. But we can be obedient to do the things the Bible's taught us and we can pray that the power of the Lord would be present this morning with us. So let's pray. Let's close our eyes because that makes it legit. (laughs) Holy Spirit, Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. What a gift to us, Lord, that we have the word of God. Lord, I remember that when you were here, you said you're an error because you do not know the word of God and the power of God. And so, Lord, as people who have been versed in, in the word of God, but solely lacking in our knowledge of the power of God, would you help us this morning balance that equation? And Holy Spirit, would you come be with us this morning? Lord, I don't mean to be flippant when I say we're gonna play, but Lord, I know you, I know what you're like. You are tremendous fun and your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And so this morning, Lord, as we are, as we are mere children in the things of the spirit, would you teach us? And would you help us? And would you show up and confirm your word with signs and wonders? And we ask this morning, Lord, that the power of the Lord would be present with us to heal many. Amen. Now, now we wait. Whoa. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> so every time you see me stop and close my eyes, I am just asking, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? And so my goal this morning is to do show and tell. It's just to go where I think the Holy Spirit's going and then as much as I can, as much as he gives me understanding, explain what I just did and how we ended up there. Does that make sense? And I don't want you to be spectators. I really want you to be participants in this. Uh, Yes, Lord Jesus, would you just come, Holy Spirit. Okay, so this is what I would like to do, first of all. I would, I would like us to, <laughs> I would like us to talk about what it's like 
to know that the Holy Spirit is here, okay? So, we, we did this in the first service. The, in the Bible, when we talk about people being anointed with the Holy Spirit, there's a similarity, a parallel drawn often. So, you know, th- there's lots of similes used for the Holy Spirit. It's like rushing wind, right? Or we talk about the oil of his presence. Remember when Samuel went to anoint David as king? And the horn of his oil, the oil was poured over him. When the, uh, the anointing comes, it's often like oil, Okay, so here's what I want us to do. I want us to be familiar with what it feels like to have power come in, the Holy Spirit rest upon us, and power go out. Here's why that's important. It's biblical. If we go back to this verse here, where uh, it talks about um, power, there's some parallel passages later in Luke's gospel. Where in Luke 8, 46, for example, Jesus said, someone touched me. And the disciples were like, duh, the crowds were all around you. Everyone's touching. He's like, no, someone touched me because I know that power has gone out from me. Okay? So part of what we need is to recognize when power is upon us so we know what to do with it. Does that make sense? So here's what I want you to do. We're going to play a game. I'm avoiding all methodology here, right? So I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. I'm saying this is our way we're going to do it this morning. Hold out your left hand. Whoa. Yay. Whoa. Okay. Good night. Yay. Okay, so for those of you who don't have a clue what the strange Scotsman's doing at the front, is when I posture myself to be a conduit of the Holy Spirit, which is what you're doing, by the way, by holding out your left hand, is I feel power come upon me. And when power comes upon me, it's hard to stand up. If you have questions about that, lick your fingers and stick them in a plug socket, okay? And just stay, stay you know, upright. So you're gonna hold out your left hand, and here's why. We're gonna ask for the Holy Spirit to anoint our left hand. Jesus taught that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You, like the kingdom of heaven is so here, right? It's within reach, so you hold out your left hand. And just ask, Holy Spirit, would you come and fill me? Holy Spirit, just as the people have prayed, would you come and would you fill us, Lord? Would you increase your beautiful presence this morning? We invite you to come. Have your way, Lord. Whoa. Lord, even as we just posture like little children trying to learn the the keys to the kingdom, would you come and fill up our hand? Now, we played around with this last week. I don't see left hands out, okay? So remember, I want you participating, all right? We played around with this last week. Like, as I hold my left hand here, I feel like tingling all over my left hand. I feel the lightness, the lightest breeze ever on my hand. You might not feel that. You might feel heat. You might feel electricity. You might feel tingling. Pay attention to what you feel. And then and, and as you give your attention to it, you're honoring the Holy Spirit. It's not an it, it's his presence. Okay, now... For those of you who are feeling nothing, that's totally fine. My mentor, John Arna, he feels nothing. He says, I do everything by faith. Okay, so congratulations. You're doing it by faith. Some of us are doing it by feeling, okay? One's not better than the other. All right, so can you feel something on your hand? Put up your right hand if you can feel something on your left hand. Okay, so some of you can, some of you can't. Those of you who can't, do not worry. You're not lesser of flowing with the Holy Spirit. So now what I want you to do is, or what I do is, with my imagination, 
I focus on that and I ask for more of it to come into me because I'm going to dispense it with my right hand. Does that make sense? So now what I want you to do, as you're, as you're familiarizing yourself with the flow in, familiarize yourself with the flow out. Just let the Holy Spirit flow out of your right hand. And pay attention to what you feel. Whoa. Mm. Now, if you came with somebody, and only if you came with somebody, put your right hand on them, okay? If you're here on your own, put your hand on yourself, okay? <laughs> I don't know, all right? And you might need to ask permission for the person sitting next to you, but only if you came with them. And, 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 and so what you're going to be doing is you're going to be asking for more on your left side, whoa, and you're releasing more out on your right and you're going to be simultaneously receiving and giving. Lord, increase your presence this morning. Lord, I know this seems silly, Lord. And Lord, I, I just ask for an increase, Lord, of your wonderful presence this morning. I thank you that you're here. Lord, I can feel your presence, Lord. I know that you're here. You promised to be here. And so, Lord, I just ask for an increase in your presence. Okay, now, whoa, yay. So from the moment I got on the platform, I keep seeing jaws, right? Like your jaw. If there's anybody here with like teeth problems, jaw problems, and anything with this part of your body, could you stand up? I don't mean to embarrass you, but could you stand up? We need somebody to aim all of this power at, okay? So before, the left and the right is just so you're familiar with what does it feel like when power is present. What does it feel like? For those of you who didn't feel a thing, congratulations. You're, like, you're already in the next camp. You're going by, by faith. This is beautiful. I want everybody to take your right hand and aim it at somebody who's standing. Now, you don't need to touch them. Okay, If you came with them, you can touch them. right? And you don't need to touch their jaw. Everybody else, just aim it at them. And I'm serious, you're doing the work now, not me. You're going to ask right now, you're just a conduit from heaven, Holy Spirit flowing through you out of your right hand to them. Now you might be asking, why doesn't the Lord just do it on his own? I don't know, he loves partnership. Okay? Whoa. I woke up very, very early this morning and I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, um, uh, I don't come according to people's righteousness, I come according to my faithfulness. So for those of you who are standing to receive, you don't have to drum up anything to get healed, right? If you're running through your head of like, here's all the reasons why I don't deserve it, you're relying on your righteousness, not on his faithfulness. For those of us praying, he will use you and I, because he used a donkey, right? <laughs> like in the Old Testament, he used a donkey to, to fulfill his purposes, if we don't, the rocks will cry out. He'd love to use his, his kids. So our righteousness doesn't depend on, doesn't outweigh his faithfulness. So stretch out your right hand. Holy Spirit, whoa, I just ask right now that your power would flow into the people who are standing, into their jaws, teeth, 
mouth, whatever's going on right now, that you would reduce pain right now, that you would reduce inflammation, that you would bring healing, Lord, for those of us scheduled for root canals, Lord, that that work would be done supernaturally right now. Lord, for fillings, nerve endings that are annoying us, Lord, that they would be healed right now. Your word says, open wide your mouth and I would fill it. And so, Lord, we're standing here, we're saying, would you fill our mouths, Lord? Whoa. Now, everybody who's not standing and and ascending, just like, don't just hold your hand up, you know, willy-nilly, because the preacher said, you're being a conduit, Holy Spirit in, Holy Spirit out. Feel the power going out from you. Oh. While we're at it, I just took one step away and I heard like fallen arches and saw calves that were sore. So is there anybody in this section here, either with calves that are sore or fallen arches? If that's you, can you stand up as well? Okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna do teeth and we're gonna do fallen arches and sore calves. Like you can do it all over the room, but I just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go with the word of knowledge when I get it for here, okay? Whoa, so same thing, Holy Spirit, power into jaws, power into calves. Lord, raise up fallen arches. Lord, if that's connected to hope being deferred, making the heart sick and things collapsing, I ask you to raise it up right now. I speak life into every situation. I speak life into jaws, life into calves, life into fallen arches. And now we just wait. We're not in a rush. Over here in this section, we're just going to add to it. How many of you have got pain in the lower arch of your back? I don't know my L numbers properly, but stand up if that's you. I saw like a curve at the base of your spine. If that's you, can you stand up too? Oh, Lord, would you just increase your presence, Lord, in the backs, jaws, calves. Lord, just bring your healing down, Lord. Increase it in this place. Mm. those of you praying pay attention to what are you feeling in your hands are you feeling heat are you feeling tingling are you feeling electricity just more of it Lord ah. alright a couple minutes more we're just going to bathe in the presence of the Lord we're not in a rush we're just waiting on his goodness You know, for those of you standing like all over the room right now, I see uh, like ankle deep water that you're standing in. And so I just want you to soak in the anointing into your feet. Like how many of you felt something as soon as I said that? Like poof, like just as soon as I released that, I could feel it all over my ankles. Just like, like trees, just drinking the nourishment of that. Whoa. Mm. Oh, Lord, you're so good. Lord, I break off shock and trauma off of all those who are standing, Lord. Shock and trauma from accidents, from injuries. Oh, Lord. Whoa, you're so good, Lord. Just increase your... Isn't it beautiful just waiting here in his presence? Like, ah, yay. Whoa, ah, yay. (laughs) Oh, Lord, Mm.
Just pay attention to his presence. Like whatever you're feeling, just give it your attention. Honor it and it will increase. Mm. Okay, now check yourself. Everybody who's standing, check your, you know, your jaws. You know, open your jaw, stretch around. If you had calves, fallen arches, your back was in pain. Just test it. Just test out what, what's happened. And then I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to do that. And don't sit down yet, but can you put up your hand if you notice an improvement? Okay, wave at me if I, notice, if I see an improvement. Okay, I've got one, two, three, four. Keep your hands. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen people. This is our first pass. Fourteen at the back. All right, whoa, 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 whoa. Some of you are going to be like, an improvement, all right? Here's what I'm doing is I'm just looking for improvement. We're going to work it till we see like com- complete healing. Does that make sense? Because he who began a good work will finish it, complete it, see it through to completion, okay? Remember, we are playing right now. So, um, Shannon, how do you feel about being a microphone runner? And just because I want to hear from some people. So, for those of you who had, uh, put, put, keep your hands up so Shannon knows to come to you. All right, let's start with Blake right here. Blake, where was your pain? I had pain in my right ankle slash calf. Pain in your, uh, what you just said, yep. And how sore was it before we started praying for it? It was really sore. Like On a scale of one to ten? Probably like an eight. An eight. How is it now? If it was an eight before, what is it now? A zero. A zero. Okay, so that's gone. Beautiful. Okay, now here's the thing. All testimonies are a springboard into other miracles. Right, so God didn't just do it for Blake because like Blake's his favorite. Blake is his favorite and he did it for all his other favorites, right? So is there anybody else here with calf pain, whatever he said he had wrong? Anybody else got that specific problem? Okay, then you don't need to pray for anybody. Otherwise, I was going to pray. Okay, great. Um, The the lady in the the brown sweater right there. I, I had that pain too. Oh. You had that pain too? How sore was it on a scale of one to ten before but we prayed? I didn't feel different. So stay with me. What was it before we prayed on a scale of one to ten? Um, my, my arches always hurt. Your arches always hurt. How sore? Probably an eight. Probably an eight. Where are they now after we prayed? An eight. Still an eight. Okay, good. Okay, thank you. So what, a really important thing, like whenever you're testing people or asking people, is it better, same, Better, same, different, right? No, better, same, worse. I'll be fine. (laughs) Okay, so did you just stand for fallen arches? Not now, no. I was up the whole time. You were up for jaw or for something else? sorry. Just for the fallen arches. Just for the fallen arches. Do you feel comfortable if Blake comes and prays for you? you yes, sir. Like, okay, Blake, would you mind going to pray for her? We'll check in on you later, okay? So, Blake, you know what to do. Like, Blake's been through our school of ministry. He knows what he needs to do. But just to help everybody else, Blake is now not going to go and try and strive or, like, shout because Blake got it by doing nothing but by being still. So he's going to pass it on by doing nothing but being still. Does that make sense? Right? Do you hear me? Whoa. Oh. God, his presence is so beautiful. Whoa. Yay. (laughs) Hold on. Mm. Okay, who who else? Hands up. (laughs) Who else? All right, sir. Tell us where your pain was. My pain was in my jaw, my left jaw. It's been popping. If I chew gum, it hurts. 
So I put gum in. It's totally gone now. Okay, that's beautiful. Right? Yeah. How sore was it before? Uh, probably about a four or five. About a four or five. And how long has it been a four or five for? Oh, for months. Months. Yeah. And just like that, the Lord took... Yeah. Okay, and you didn't do anything other... Who prayed for you? I don't have a clue. Who are the people who are aiming your hands at this man? <laughs> All right, congratulations. You were just partnering with the Lord Amen. to see a miracle happen. Yeah. Right? A healing happen. It's amazing. How many other jaws do we have that just got healed? Right, Andrea? Like, I, I mean, like this man's testimony. It was, and now it's not. Okay, same thing. Can you interview Andrea? Yeah. Uh, about two or three days ago, I woke up with like really swollen left jaw, and I couldn't open it. And I've never had that pain before in my life. And so uh, back then, I just rebuked the spirit of infirmity, and I was like, get out. <laughs> but uh, it was still a little like tight. Um, and so it went. It was, it was probably about a two, yeah. maybe. And now it's it's nothing. So. Okay, beautiful. Uh, thank you, Andre. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Who else is standing for jaw problems and didn't get healed? Okay, uh, and sir, what's your name? Jeff. 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 Okay. It is Jeff right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This, your accent is so glorious. <laughs> That I was like, is it Jeff? Like, am I saying it wrong? Jeff, okay. Jeff and Andrea, do you mind stretching your hands? For all the people who've got their hands up, I don't want you going over because we don't know everybody. Can you aim your hands at those people and just pray for them while I'm checking in with everybody else? Okay, who else notices, notices an improvement? Neil, okay, let's go over and see Neil. I see the hand, Joshua. Where, where was your pain, Neil? Uh, left foot, uh, plantar fasciitis Yep. stuff. Explain what that is for people who don't know. Uh, your, the tendon on the bottom of your foot is super tight, so it feels like the ball of your, it feels like you're walking on glass okay. all the time. And how sore was it on a scale of one to ten? It was like a nine. It was a nine. How long has it been a nine for? Three months. Oh. And what is it now? Like a two. Like a two. Great. Okay, so I was looking for a not yet finished, right? So we've gone from a nine to a two. So then it's worth asking, why didn't it go from a nine to a zero? Right? Does he need more time? Is the Holy Spirit doing something else? Is it a two right now? Is it a teachable moment for us? We don't know, but we move towards it because we know the Holy Spirit isn't limited. It's not like the Holy Spirit is like, ah, oh, geez, there's so many people, not enough anointing to go around. So I just, you know, he got some and others got, that's not what he's like. So we stretch our hand to Neil. Neil, can you hold out your hands like you're going to receive a gift? Neil doesn't work up anything. Neil is not running through his head, like, am I righteous enough? He's banking on God's faithfulness, not Neil's righteousness. We, as we pray, recognize the Holy Spirit wants to work through us. Listen, the Holy Spirit performed miracles through Judas, who later betrayed Jesus, right? Your, your holiness right now is not the threshold for whether the anointing comes or not. It's your willingness and your obedience. Do you understand me? Let me say that again because some of you don't. Your willingness, like you're like, Lord, pick me, use me is enough. So those of you, everybody stretch out your hand, hand to kneel. <laughs> Whoa, Lord, we just release more of your wonderful presence. Lord, it was your presence and your power that got from a nine to a two. It's your power, your presence and your peace that'll take it from a two to a zero. Okay, now again, don't be passive. Like, send the anointing. Like, feel what it's like for the power to go out. Whoa, and if you feel like you're out of gas with your left hand, fill yourself up more. 
Just be a conduit to heaven. Whoa. Yay. Oh, Father. Mm. Oh, Lord, more, more, more into Neil. Lord, I speak right now. So what I'm seeing when I start praying, I instantly see the arch of his foot and I see all these angry, I guess, tendons or muscles just locked up and I'm gonna speak to them because they have to bow to the name of Jesus, right? So they are, they are created by God, so they'll be subservient to God. In the name of Jesus, I speak to those tendons, I speak to those muscles, and I command peace into the arches, into the sole of Neil's feet. Lord, I thank you. And as soon as I say that, I hear how beautiful are the feet of those who, who um, bring good news. You know, how beautiful are the feet of those on the mountains that bring good news. So instantly, I know the Lord wants to do something with evangelism over Neil. Right, so it's not just a healing, it's also a prophetic word over what, what the Lord's gonna do in Neil's life. So Father, I, every area in Neil's life currently that brings him stress, that causes his toes to curl, Lord, would you remedy right now? I speak peace into it. And Lord, that whole thing of evangelism on him, would you just breathe into that? Lord, I thank you for the, for the gift that Neil is to our community. We bless him in Jesus' name, amen. Shannon, can you keep soaking him? We'll check in on you. All right, the people that I said, Blake, who did you pray for? Ma'am, how, how is your, um, what were we praying for you? How are your arches? <laughs> okay, can you speak? Yeah, okay, like you look like I sound. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened when Blake prayed for your arches? The first time I felt tingling. The first time you felt tingling? The second time you like held them? The second time he actually held them? Awkward, but good. Yeah? <laughs> it wasn't awkward. You were good with it. Okay, great. I feel, I feel they felt warm. They felt warm. And now they feel weightless. Now they feel weightless. When was the last time your feet felt weightless? And what, what's happening right now? What are your tears for? Oh, can we give the Lord a round of applause right now? That's beautiful. I love that. I love it. All right, Neil, where, 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 where are your feet? <laughs> at the end of your legs. Okay, good. Where are your feet at is what I meant to say. There's no, there's no pain. No pain. No pain. Okay. So we now use that as a testimony, as a diving board into what the Holy Spirit's gonna do. Because if he did it for one, he'll do it for everyone, right? No respecter of persons. So who else has plantar fasciitis? Okay, I see that hand. Any more for plantar, do you have plantar fasciitis? Fa the thing, all right. Neil, can you just, where you are, send the anointing. Listen, Matthew 10, when he sent out the disciples with the beginner's list, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons, preach the gospel, remember that? He ends with, freely you have received, freely give. Neil did nothing for that. He freely received that gift and now it's on him to freely give it away. And he's like, but I, I, you know, if we don't know about the in and out, we're like, how does one give away a free gift of healing? You just do what was done for you. So just stand and point your hands at the people and just do what you need to do and just send the anointing. Like yeah, bring it in in your left hand and send out in your right hand. Okay, and we'll check back in on you. We were praying for Jaws, or somebody was, Jeff was praying for Jaws? And Andrea, you were praying for Jaws. Who were the people with the Jaws? Okay, do, do you notice an improvement, a change? What's going on? 
No change, no, no improvement, so still the same. Thank you. Much Let's, uh, can you, Shannon, can you, uh, sorry. <laughs> Talk to me about the much improvement. Um, so it would be difficult to chew. Um, I don't chew gum anymore. Um, it used to be kind of TMJ, so I have had healing, but I haven't been able to do that for a really long time. <laughs> you haven't been able to do what? You haven't been able to do that. When was the last time you could do that? Probably five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> what would normally happen if you did that? Um, it would feel like it was going to break because it could not. And now break. nothing. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. And the power of the Lord was present to heal many. Like all we did was we waited. Like that's oh, it. Um, who, who else had um, jaws? Was, uh, did you have jaws? Everyone's got jaws. You know what I mean. All right, well, what, did you notice the change? It's somewhat improved. Okay, uh, I love the somewhat, I, Father, help me. I love the somewhat improved because it's, it's, Jesus had that, like he asked a blind man, like, are you healed? He's like, I, I kind of see man like trees walking around. All right, let me pray again. So this is good. It's perfectly biblical. On a scale of one to 10, how big a problem was your job before we started praying? Um, like pain-wise, if 10 is agony, zero is no pain. It's more dis- distur- disturbing. Yeah, it's more six. disturbing than it is pain. Okay, six. but it's about a six on the inconvenience scale. Yeah. All right, and where is it post being pr- pr- prayed for? Maybe it was actually more like an eight. It was an eight yeah, and yeah. now it's a six? It's more like a five now. Maybe. So from an eight okay. to a five. Maybe, yeah. Guess what your job is? Your job is give it away, okay? So just stretch out your hand and pray, okay? Thank you. We over here were praying for uh, backs. Yes, I see that hand. Okay, hi. To, uh, Shannon's coming. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, Christina. Where was your pain? Sorry. I'm losing the power of speech, okay? <laughs> so actually, um, during worship, before this couple came to sit down, you guys weren't sitting down yet. I've, do you mind if I touch your back? No. I physically felt somebody touch me like this. I physically felt, I was like, who touched me? And they weren't there. They weren't there. Wow. Okay. So, so you was, felt a physical touch in the I small of your back. physically touched me. Wow. And I thought someone was trying to get my attention. So I turned around, there was nobody there. <laughs> that was part one. But when you were praying... Um, so I've had this problem and it's called your AI joint. It's like right between your hip and your lower back. It's yeah. like a joint yeah. in between there. Yeah. And I've had really significant, I've been hospitalized over it um, wow. in the last year. And it's been really, really inflamed. And when you were praying, I felt my whole back, like it felt like it like elongated a little bit. Yeah. And like I stood all the way up like and relaxed at the same time. Wow. So, you know, normally when you would stand up, you feel your body be strong. and yeah. But it was like relaxed and elongated at the same time so and, and where's your pain right now zero zero where was it when you came in well it, it kind of flares up it's more like a tightness than yeah, it yeah. Is pain it feels like okay so from this, tightness where where's your tightness it's now? totally loose it's totally loose no tightness, so. when was the last time you felt the level of relief you have right now since before i had the injury a year ago wow so yeah. you've been in, in that tightness that pain that inconvenience yeah. for a year and just like that the holy spirit touched it yeah so oh it's beautiful okay yeah. beautiful okay Okay, you, you can sit down. We're going we're gonna to pray for everybody else again, again in a second. I, I want to tell you, 
about, um, I want to tell you about words of knowledge for a second, okay? So this was, this, this was really funny last week in the first service. Here's what it was like inside my head, right? I, I, I spoke my message and I had about 10 minutes and so I did a little exercise. And as I walked over here, I heard, uh, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, ringing in the ears. Now, when you say, heard the Holy Spirit, Alan, what do you mean? I wasn't thinking about anything. It just interrupted my thought. It was on the right-hand side. It just came in and I heard a voice like my own voice speaking to myself, but I wasn't speaking to myself. Does that make sense? That's the clearest I can describe how it happens to me. I just heard ringing in the ears, okay? And I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if it's in this section here. And I thought, don't be an idiot, Jones. Like, just make it broad, right? Like, don't, don't, don't get too big for your breaches, right? That's what I thought. And that either sounds big-headed, but it was actually fear. Like, I don't want to say, is there somebody in this section with ringing in the ears when it was somebody over here and I look dumb? So it's pride, right? Pride and fear at work. So I came back and thought, oh, I'll be humble and just say, is there anybody here with ringing in the ears? And somebody right here in the center stood up and I was like, sure glad I wasn't an idiot and said there's somebody in this section with ringing in their ears. So I go to pray for them, nothing happens, right? Which is great for me because it illustrates my point, we're out of power. I'm not being funny, I'm being serious. Like, oh, thank you, thank you that you could demonstrate in practical terms the issue I'm trying to preach about. So I'm, you know, trying to get this lady healed and trying all the things I know to do, like, okay, do this and then do this and do this. Nothing's happening. And my wife is there and she's saying, hey, did you see the lady on this side of the back? And I'm like, no. So I said, was there somebody over here? And the lady right at the back stood up. We prayed for her once she got healed. I went home and thought, oh, Holy Spirit, I, that is a beautiful lesson. Because of my fear of protecting my ego, I went wide Rather than going where the Holy Spirit wanted me to go, which was here, I bet you, and we don't know, if that person got healed, faith would be in the room for that person to get healed. Does that make sense? So I made a covenant this week that the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter what you say to me, I will call it out, no matter how ridiculous it is. And I'm speaking to Gary Morgan, my friend, just one of my closest friends, who's a prophet, who's really good at words of knowledge, as you've seen, right? And he said, Alan, always go where your nose is. And I said, what do you mean? He said, if you're standing here, but looking here, and you hear it, wherever your nose points is where it is. So that's what I did this morning, and you saw it. I just did it in the first service, I forget which words of knowledge I called that. I did in the second service. And whenever I'm walking, like, I'm happy that we've got, what was the first thing? Jaws. But as I walk over here and I'm looking back, I hear, the, what is it called? Arches. I'm thinking, Lord, I can't multitask. Like, <laughs> I can only think of one thing. But you called it and I was saying, my nose was pointing that way, which is why I said over here. Right? Now, there were other people everywhere, but there was a lot in this section. Yes? And then when I walked over here again, that's where I heard the, the herd. And this time I saw a picture of the curve of the, the, the back. And I was like, okay, so God can give you words of knowledge in many different ways. He can make you feel it in your body. The first service, I felt pain on some side of my neck. I felt it. I had no pain. And then my neck. And I'm like, huh, as soon as I said it, the pain went away. I heard it this morning. I saw it this morning. Why am I telling you this? Because you're going to go out and you're going to live a normal week then you're going to be in Whole Foods or you're going to be in a coffee shop and a random thought's going to pop in your head. Watch which way your nose is facing. Go in that direction. Say, do you have pain in your... I'm serious, right? If I can do it and risk it in front of y'all, you can do it in front of one other person in a coffee shop. 
and you have learned how to steward the Holy Spirit, right? All, you never need to lack resources if you just have your left hand waiting, you know, plugged into heaven. You think I'm being flippant? I'm not. I'm being serious, guys. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's within reach. And as you saw this morning, if we will test the Lord, I don't mean test the Lord as well. Come on. I mean, put the word of God to the test. You will see that he'll back you up. Amen? Okay. Lots of people didn't get healed this morning. So let's pray for them because like Jim, I know that you're, you're jaw. I appreciate you standing up. I don't want people going home. I love that God did stuff but he's gonna do more, amen? So let's, we're done, it's one o'clock, we're done, but here's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna wait in silence and we're just gonna ask the Holy Spirit to come again. <laughs> I like, again, it's like if you're not used to seeing somebody like lose the ability to speak or stand up, I, like I'm not going to apologize and I am kind of, right? Because it's dis, it's concerning. Like It's like, what is that? Like, what are you doing? Why can't you just, say your words properly. I don't know, right? I feel the Holy Spirit. It's overwhelming at times. And I, sometimes I can't stand up and sometimes I can't get my words out. And I'm okay with that because years ago, I said to the Lord, anytime you want to come, anytime, any place, anywhere, for any reason, you can fill me. And it's produced entertaining stories over the years, but I would sooner have the Holy Spirit. I would sooner have the Holy Spirit show up and me be unable to handle the amount of power than be dignified and have none. So I'm putting my money on the Holy Spirit every time and I don't care how ridiculous I look, right? And you don't have to look ridiculous to move in power, you don't. But the two go hand in hand. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus was accused of working miracles by Beelzebub, right? That's the standard. So unless people, you understand my point? Jesus, like they told him he was a Satanist doing his stuff. So I don't care. I don't care looking like I've got a speech impediment. It's far better than being accused of like doing business with Beelzebub. All right, okay. Less Beelzebub, more Holy Spirit. Okay, hold out your hands, close your eyes. You can keep your eyes open if you want them there. Holy Spirit, would you just come once again? You've been so faithful to come, Lord. Lord, we just thank you. We just honor you, Lord, for just showing up this morning with your presence. Lord, that you would grace us this morning, Lord. Even though we're just playing, Lord, we're just splashing around in the shallow end of the kingdom and you're faithful, Lord, to come. Lord, for everybody who's here, Lord, your word said that the power of the Lord was present. You healed many, Lord. And elsewhere it says that your power was flowing from you and everybody tried to touch you because the power was coming from you. And so this morning, King Jesus, as we worshiped you, would you just release your power? Lord, that everybody who came today, Lord, looking for a healing, looking for a miracle would be met, would be touched. Lord, I thank you that this is not relegated to a Sunday morning, Lord. It's available to us 24-7. And would you teach us, Lord, my prayer is that as we as a church would become so fluent that, Lord, we would be doing this everywhere we go and not keeping it contained within the four walls. We honor you this morning, Holy Spirit, for who you are and what you've done. Thank you. Thank you for the, the healings that we've seen, the testimonies that we've heard. Lord, for the relief of years of pain, Lord, we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, everybody, you stay soaking in prayer while I hand over to Shannon. Shannon's gonna come and give us our...
Words of, more words of knowledge, yeah. All right. Thank you this morning. It's been great being with you. Thank you.